Podcast Help Desk number 39 for February 10th, 2015. And on today's show, we're going to hear from our favorite mailman, Abner from Boston. Got a question about Android podcast listening. Uh, We're going to talk about dynamic versus condenser microphones. And podcast channels versus podcast category podcasting, a redundant term. That's a voicemail from Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Got a question from Shannon about transitioning to a new website. And the Blueberry Tip of the Week. Post-type podcasting. And one bad iTunes review coming up. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be, as I always like to say. This is Mike and... Thanks for coming over to listen to the podcast help desk. Just wanted to uh, keep you in the loop here. I'm going to have a little change of my release schedule. It seems that life and other work requirements are getting in the way of my normal Sunday or Monday recording times. So I'm going to switch it up and uh, shoot for a release of the podcast on Tuesdays. Uh, It's probably Tuesday evening, most likely. Hopefully that it... uh, gets to you in time for you to listen to it, and I'll try to keep it as steady as possible, but you know how it is. I just wanted to keep you in the loop. And uh, let's see. Hey, got a little voicemail here from Abner just following up, so let's listen to that. Hi, Mike. It's Abner again. Uh, I just got finished delivering mail in another snowstorm, uh, about 30-something inches on the ground, but we're doing good. Anyways, I wanted to say that The last microphone that I used was a very expensive piece of equipment called the iPhone. I used uh, my cell phone to record the message. Um, I talked right into the microphone. Um, Some people don't know that the microphone is located at the bottom uh, of the phone. looks like a speaker. So it looks like there's two speakers, but one is actually a microphone. And then I converted that to MP3 to email it to you with the application on my cell phone and anyways I am now in the process of using Fiverr to look at somebody to draw some artwork for my podcast and voiceover work which you had recommended before now I'm checking out Blueberry um, and for hosting also I'm looking for uh, GoDaddy as the website host and uh, Squarespace um, to see if they can actually make my website because I don't really have time all day to make websites and stuff I want to dedicate more to talking and information but anyways I hope you are nice and dry and you're part of uh, the northern u.s i'd also like to say thank you very much for answering my questions last week it really helped me a lot um understanding um 
the devices you need to start recording. I uh, just got a new Mac Mini, not just for podcasting, but you know I'm going to use it for the podcast. And as things go along, I'll uh, keep you up to date. Thank you very much, and you have a great day. And you have a great day as well, Abner. And uh, wow, you guys are getting the snow this year. Even quite, uh, we're not quite keeping up here in northern Michigan, but we got it last year. So uh, I guess it's your turn. Let's see, go through a couple things there. First off, you do not need Squarespace. You do not want Squarespace for your particular application. Not saying they're bad, just not good for podcasting. They have a substandard feed that uh, so far we haven't been able to talk them into fixing it. So your best bet is a self-hosted WordPress. And you can go back in some of my episodes on how to set all that up. Uh, There are other tutorials online and all that. And if you look at my website at podcasthelpdesk.com, that is just a simple uh, WordPress 2014 theme. And, you know, of course I did the header and all that stuff uh, custom. But uh, for the most part, that is a stock WordPress theme. And I don't think it looks bad. And if your main purpose for your website is to podcast that's good that's good enough and uh, you know concentrate on the on the uh, content and not the technology get it set up once and uh, set it and forget it as they say and uh, i hope if you do sign up for a blueberry hosting account you use my promo code no bs n-o-b-s at checkout and uh, that'll give you that free month to uh, get everything set up and uh, and going and understood uh, bef- before uh, you have to start paying for it. So with that, uh, thanks Abner and uh, and uh, keep that shovel handy, I guess. Okay, I'm going to turn things around a little bit here and ask you guys a question. And you can of course answer the question via email at Podcast helpdesk at gmail.com. Use the SpeakPipe uh, link on the uh, website to record or send me an MP3 or uh, call the feedback hotline at 231-421-4490. But the question is, what podcasting apps do you use if you're listening on Android? Or do you even listen on Android on an Android device? I gave my last remaining Android device to my nephew at Christmas time, uh, Nexus 7. And since I've got an iPad now and an iPhone, I've kind of uh, went to the dark side, as they say. <laughs> so I don't have any Android devices laying around, and I don't have anything specifically against them. Uh, I just uh, decided I'm going to pick a platform that's iOS and uh, go with that. I'll probably pick up a Android something or another uh, at some point. But I did run across uh, over at Android Central what they consider the six best podcast apps for Android. Of course, the number one over there is Pocket Casts. I don't have any familiarity with that one. That's $3.99. Beyond Pod, I did have that one. That's $6.99, and that one worked fairly well. Though I didn't use it a lot when I was uh, an Android user full-time. Podcast Addict. Not at all familiar with that one either. And that one's $2.99. 
That's well, it's free if you don't mind the ads. Uh, it's two ninety nine to get rid of the ads. That's the way it should be. Dog catcher, I have heard of that. Never used it. That's two ninety nine. And uh, player .fm or player .fm, and I don't know, but it's free, <laughs> so it might be worth uh, checking out if you're an Android user. And of course, Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher I'm very familiar with, and I used it an awful lot on my uh, Android phones, and I have used it on my iPhone, although I've mostly just downloaded uh, using the Podcasts app, and before that just uh, downloaded via iTunes, and it synced to the Music app on the iPhone. So, you know, either way. Actually, I think I did that with the iPod Touch. Uh, I think uh, I think I've always had the podcast app on the phone, but I I got the uh, next size bigger iPhone just so that I could uh, do the download and listen. As, uh, when I'm driving around up here in the North Woods, sometimes I don't have a good cell signal, so uh, Stitcher doesn't always work. So anyway, I just want to turn that around. Uh, if you guys are using Android for podcast listening. Uh, what do you use? And uh, how do you like it? <laughs> so with that, on with the show. So today on the podcasts or podcasters group there on Facebook, I'm trying to think of which one it was. I think it was just the podcaster community the main one that everybody seems to be on. Uh, somebody was in there saying that uh, he was using a dynamic mic and he picked up all this background noise and then he switched to a condenser mic and the background noise went away. And I thought he was uh, just a little bit bats <laughs> to say bad things about him. But anyway... Uh, I just wanted to uh, demonstrate the difference between a dynamic microphone, what I've got here, and a condenser microphone, which I'll play a sample of. And just for the heck of it, I threw in a uh, lavalier mic that I have, which is actually a, a dynamic lavalier, which is kind of odd. It's made by Sure, and uh, I haven't really used it a lot. I use it a little bit in video. So anyway, here's the uh, demonstration of the condenser. Okay, here's the condenser mic in the same office that I'm in normally when I record. You'll notice it has a very different sound to it. It definitely has a little more echoey sound. Uh, you could probably hear fans running and other background noise, like my squeaky chair maybe. Or maybe it sounds great and I'm using the wrong microphone, but I don't think so. I think a dynamic is much better for most podcasters to use at home. And just for fun, I thought I would break out the uh, lavalier mic that I have. Of course, you're hearing a little room echo probably. Probably not as much background noise because I am running it through the mixer and the limiter gate and all that. The uh, condenser mic I was using was not going through the gate. Just so I could uh, demonstrate the background noise. This isn't terrible. This would be okay for a video conference or for video or something, but I don't think I would use it normally for my podcast. 
And like I said, uh, I like this uh, dynamic microphone uh, that is going through all the processing and all that. And of course, this file is going to be post-processed a little bit. So hopefully the uh, levels will all be the same and you'll get the effect. Uh, if not, maybe I'll uh, I'll have to do that a different way uh, next time I, I demonstrate that. But you could just tell the difference between the the normal dynamic studio mar microphone, the large diaphragm <laughs> dynamic that I've got. The, uh, the PR40 is my uh, weapon of choice here at the moment, although I do have an RE20, which is the ancient ancestor to the RE320, which seems to be popular now. In fact, I think at the radio station now they've switched to RE320s. Uh, very good microphones, either one. That's made by Electro Voice. Uh, the 320, I believe, is comparable in price to the PR40. And uh, I think the SM7B by Shure is a little more expensive. And I know the RE3 or the RE20s, uh, the new ones, are, are approximately $150 more than the uh, Heil uh, PR40 that I'm using. Jeez, I had a little brain malfunction there. And don't get me wrong, a condenser in a soundproof booth does have better quality than dynamic microphones in general. Although uh, the SM7B, the RE20, RE320, the High LPR40, and I'm sure there are a couple others of the large diaphragm cardioid uh, dynamic microphones, uh, I'm sure they'll they'll you know put up a good fight against a a good condenser. At the uh, radio station that I do a show at periodically, they have two studios. One studio is open air in a normal office, and they use RE320s and RE20s and SM58s if we got too many people in there. I think they got hookups for nine microphones. <laughs> and when they uh, have musical guests, they actually break out these uh, real expensive Neumann I don't know what their condenser mics of some sort, and I think there's even a ribbon mic in there, and that's that's a whole thing I don't know a whole lot about. But uh, the condensers sound really good when you're trying to pick up music uh, in general, mostly acoustic music. They also have another studio that's uh, a soundproof booth. I mean, they've got the eggshells on all the walls. They got the the double pane of really thick glass, uh, you know, in the little window. You know, it's like what you see on the uh, the old timey radio uh, station videos there or, or TV shows and movies, whatever, and it, it's a it's a real soundproof booth, and in there they use condenser microphones, and it they sound wonderful, but for the average podcaster uh, doing their podcast in the basement next to a furnace, below a squeaky floor, sitting in a squeaky chair, this uh, dynamic microphone is a much, much better choice. Ninja. Mr. Mike Dell. Hey, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. And a couple episodes ago, you kind of hinted that podcast channels was the way to go most of the time in PowerPress now. And I tend to agree with that. And I just thought I would throw this out there. When would you use podcast categories over podcast channels? Because I kind of scratch my head when I think about that now and would love to get your uh, thought on that. So as always, keep up the great show and we'll talk at you later. Well, thanks, Dave. 
Let's see. Let's first explain what the difference is between podcast channels and podcast categories. Or category podcasting, I guess, is the official term for it. Uh, In PowerPress, you can enable a thing called podcast channels. And what a channel does is add another podcast episode box and your post template. So at the bottom, you know, when you're using the default channel, there's one there. If you've got an additional channel, there's going to be two boxes there. And that second box is your second channel. And that second channel will have a second feed that will, uh, you can submit that to iTunes or Stitcher or, you know, whatever podcatcher and put it on your website and all that. And what the podcast channels are good for is if you were to do a video podcast and an audio podcast, which is basically the same content, but you wanted to have separate feeds for that, which is highly advisable. You don't want to put video down an audio feed and and an audio down on a video feed. It's a good way to tick off your subscribers. A good example of that would be Geek News Central. Uh, Todd Cochran does a show called Geek News Central, and he does a video and an audio version of that show. So if you go to his website, you'll see a video player, and right below it, you'll see an audio player. Well, that's done with podcast channels. And it's also good if you wanted to do two podcasts off of the same WordPress blog. And what category podcasting is, is you leave your main podcast channel as your default, and you could have separate feeds for, say, podcast A and podcast B. And it's was put in there for people that wanted to do two podcasts off of one WordPress blog. And it does work for that with some caveats. One is if you're going to add one later, like, okay, with Podcast Help Desk, I had podcasthelpdesk.com slash whatever, whatever for my feed. And that was my default channel. The problem being, if I wanted to add a second podcast, which I did with uh, Quick Hits, which I haven't done too many of, uh, I could have made that another category. The problem is you uh, subscribe to this channel or this uh, feed would get both this podcast and you would get quick hits all in the same feed. Now, sometimes that's desirable. Uh, in you know the one case I could make for category podcasting is if you have you know podcast A, podcast B, and then you have a catch-all feed, which would be your normal uh, podcast channel, which would catch both the uh, categories. So you would have three choices: you you know. Uh, subscribe to my podcast A or my podcast B, or you can subscribe to podcast C, which is both of them or all five of them or however many categories you want. I don't ever recommend using category podcasting. Now it is handy to use categories to, you know, organize your posts. So, you know, you can use channels. So say I've got a a podcast about podcasting on one channel and a podcast about underwater basket weaving on another channel. Neither of those two are probably going to cross. I mean, there's going to be very few people that are into underwater basket weaving and podcasting. So 
you know, they don't want both of them. So they can subscribe to this, you know, the Underwater Basket Weaving podcast or the podcast about podcasting. But I could also have it separated into categories, which has nothing to do with the feed. It just has to do with how it's displayed on the website. And I got in the blueberry tip today, I've got a a, a third option for that that you'll want to stay tuned for. But uh, to answer your question, Dave, I would, I would never suggest that somebody start out using category podcasting. I, I just don't see a use case for it. Uh, it is kind of handy, it, you know, because all you have to do is select a category and it goes in that feed rather than the other category feed. The problem with it is, is it gets mixed up with the channels. It gets mixed up with the main channel, the default channel, the feed slash podcast feed that is generated by PowerPress. And it's just, you know, it's not good mojo. <laughs> I don't know how to else how else to put it. I, you know, it's, it's there for people that want to use it, but you definitely need more of an education to use it correctly than you do with channels. Channels are so much easier. So you're so less likely to screw that up. Now people do. Uh, speaking of Geek News Central, all of the podcasts on the Geek News Central network, sort of, <laughs> I don't know if he calls it that, but there's, you know, five or six podcast channels there. And every once in a while, one of the hosts will get it in the wrong channel. And it's no big deal. I mean, you just take it out of that channel, put it in another channel or, or just leave it in the other channel and put it in the right one. You know, that way uh, people get a taste of, of whatever other podcast, if they're subscribed to one and not the other. But, you know, it's it's a lot less likely to screw it up if you uh, do it in channels, and a lot of the stuff doesn't mix. Uh, one problem with using either one of them is if you're using Blueberry Stats or uh, PodTrack Stats, uh, anything that requires a stats redirect that you put right in PowerPress to automatically put it there, it's going to automatically put it in all podcast episodes, whether it be channels or categories or what I'm going to talk about later, uh, post-type podcasting. It's going to put them in all the channels. And, uh, you know, every podcast episode is going to have the same redirect. So all your stats are going to be mixed up. So the, the solution to that, while I'm talking about it, would be to unlink your account from Blueberry and don't put the redirect in the automatic spot and manually put it in every time. But that's kind of a pain also. So I really don't mind them being mixed up, to be honest with you, because all of mine are. <laughs> so Because I'm not going for advertisers. I just want to see uh, how many of you are downloading this thing. So, Dave, I hope that answers your question, however uh, crazily we got there. Uh, I don't recommend category podcasting for anyone that doesn't really, really, really have a good reason for it, if that makes any sense. I got a question from Shannon using the Contact form on podcasthelpdesk.com. They say, uh, transition to a new website and trying to change the URL that our podcast pulls from. It comes from our old site, but I can't find a place to update it in the new platform. Currently using SoundCloud for files. Help. And I would say it totally depends on what your feed is that you submitted to iTunes and all the other directories. If you sent them SoundCloud's RSS feed, then you would need to contact SoundCloud to forward your RSS RSS feed to your new website's RSS feed. 
or if you just move from one WordPress site to another, you can do what's called a 301 redirect of your old RSS feed to your new RSS feed. So say you were on uh, underwaterbasketweaving.com and you moved it to uh, I've got a podcast about podcasting.com. You would take your feed from the underwater basket weaving site and do a 301 redirect in your what is it? Dot ht access file on your WordPress install, and there's instructions. I'll put instructions in the show notes if a 301 redirect is what you need. But if you were on a proprietary website such as uh, you know, Podbean, Blog Talk Radio, uh, I don't know. There's a whole list of them. <laughs> just if you were on one where the the feed was not your own website .rss or whatever .xml then you're just going to have to beg and plead with the other service and Shannon if you want to email me more details feel free to do that and uh, we can dig into it a little bit more brings me to the blueberry tip of the week and it's a post type podcasting what is it good for well i don't know all the details yet because i haven't experimented with it but i'm going to explain what i do know so far so this is not the be all end all guide to post type podcasting but i am learning and i am going to experiment with that on another website and before too long, I ought to know what I'm doing. But uh, the basics of it is, if you look at your WordPress dashboard on the sidebar, you'll see that it says pages and it says posts. Uh, those are the two main places you would add content. You can either add it to a page, which is a post type, I guess, except for uh, pages act a little bit more statically than, than posts. You know, posts are in WordPress and what's called the loop. And pages are out of the loop. <laughs> Not that they're they're bad or anything. I use lots of pages. But anyway, uh, pages and posts are two of the post types that come with WordPress when it uh, is stock. Well, there's a plug. There's plugins out there that'll add another post type. So in my case, I would probably put you know pages and posts, which would be the normal ones. And then there would be another one called Shows. And you really shouldn't use Podcast. Uh, maybe Podcasts would work. Podcast is reserved by WordPress for use in podcasts as a slug. So, you know, you got to kind of pick the slug as if you were making a category or a page or anything, really. So, but I would do one called Shows. And then I would set that up to where that one would be the one that I would post my shows to. So that would also bring up a second loop. And a loop is just basically the blogging engine of WordPress. Well, this new loop called shows or new post type would be on its own blog post page thing. So you could have multiple blog blogs, basically. Uh, you know, like your main post is your main blog which if you don't change anything, that's the default page that comes up when you go to a WordPress site. And I could set it up to where the, the default one is shows. And then I could have 
my posts one be an, either another show or another, uh, just a blog or whatever. And what's great about post types, uh, you know, if you add a, a third post type, is it doesn't have to be that you make a post in your main blog. You could make a post in your your side post type named shows, and that would have a completely different feed and a different uh, site feed and a different uh, podcast-only feed using PowerPress with the uh, post type podcasting enabled. And like I said, I haven't experimented with this. I'm just beginning to uh, figure out what this is. But I figured I would bring it up because uh, it sounded so darn interesting. And if you would like to sign up for Blueberry Hosting or Premium Statistics, of course, use my promo code NOBS, N-O-B-S, at checkout. And you can get a free month of service with the uh, stats or a free month of service at any level for the uh, hosting, which includes a stats account. I have to be careful because... I don't want you to put in the promo code twice, and then I've got to cancel one of them, and it doesn't do me any good. So, anyway, uh, that was the blueberry tip of the week. And that brings me to the uh, last part. Uh, my normal advice is to not even acknowledge a bad review that's not constructive or helpful. I have no problem with people calling me out on something that I said wrong or for some other thing that's genuinely not right or they don't like. But I got a review the other day on iTunes that was one of those no <laughs> moments. <laughs> the guy, and I'm assuming it's a guy, said that my podcast was more opinion than fact. Well, no <laughs> Sherlock. I just want to say for the record, this podcast, as well as everything else I do, uh, such as writing on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, my blog, or anywhere else, is my opinion. I am the number one expert on my opinion, and that's what I give you here. And if anyone thinks I have a bias, well, I do. And I've said that thousands of times as well. Even though I am part of Blueberry and Raw Voice's support team, the advice I give here is my educated opinion, and it's based on 10 years of podcasting and is given freely without regard to my relationship to any podcast host, service, or whatever, and it would be the same no matter whether I had that relationship or not. I do believe in what I talk about. So yes, my advice here is opinion based on fact. It's not pure facts. If I gave you purely facts, that wouldn't be any fun. I'd sound like everybody else, or maybe I wouldn't sound like anybody else, but I'm just not going to, uh, you know, not have my uh, opinions because that's what this podcast is about. It's my show. You don't like my show? Make your own show. My guess is it was a competitor to Blueberry or maybe a competitor of mine, but I don't look at my quote-unquote competition as competition. We all have our own take on podcasting and as you see we all get along fairly well dave jackson uh, daniel j lewis cliff ravenscraft and all the rest don't want to keep listing them out because the list grows and you know we don't all agree on every aspect of it and you know take from me what is useful to you take from david what is useful from him 
and so on down the line. You know, uh, Cliff Ravenscraft still uh, believes in feed burner. Oh, great. If you uh, want to believe in feed burner, that's great. If you don't, that's great too. And uh, that's my opinion. Don't use feed burner. But we don't hate each other over it. Over it. It's, you know, it's not competition. You know, I, I, I'm guessing that a lot of you guys listen to more than one podcast about podcasting. I know I do. And I get ideas from the others in this space, and I put my own spin on them. You know, like last week, uh, stealing Dave's uh, term, caster baiting. I couldn't resist. It's, it's perfect, and I hope it uh, keeps going. But, and I don't think he was uh, mad about it. In fact, he left feedback for me, so obviously he wasn't ticked off about that. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. And I don't think that uh, leaving a bad iTunes review is the right way to treat your competition, if indeed that's what it was. But, you know, I don't know. Who knows? And very well, I, I won't mention them anymore. <laughs> and I did have several good ones. Also, so, uh, yeah, yeah, my average is okay, and I'm not really worried about it that much, but, you know, it was one of those no moments. I'd like to thank you guys for stopping by. Y'all come back now, you hear? (laughs) That's in honor of the uh, banjo jazz I was playing today. That's courtesy of... The ABQ, the Allison Brown Quartet. I have permission to play some of their stuff. And uh, on my other podcast, Mike Dell's World, I'm going to be doing a show here pretty soon where I'll uh, play the full-length versions of a a couple of their tunes there. So until uh, next time, I'll catch you later, and you can catch me later. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time.